Checking one, two, hello, family and friends. Hey, how are you? Hope you're good. Welcome to episode 69. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> um, guys, uh, very excited for today's guest. Morgan J, literally one of my best friends. Um, and uh, we lived together in a tiny kind of crappy apartment in Mar Vista out here in LA for five years um, through, and through quarantine. So the first thing we start talking about is how life has changed since we got a divorce. Uh, he moved into his own place. I moved into my own place. Both of us living on our own for the first time. And um, it, was, uh, it was a really cool step moving into the place I'm in for me and same vice versa for him, moving into where he's at, both creatively and emotionally and everything. It's, it's just a, it was a big life step and it was a big positive life step for both of us. We talk about that. We talk about comedy, what we're both doing with our careers. We get some. We get really into some of the dirty details and, and playing catch up on each other's comedy careers and tell some fun stories from some really cool experiences that we've both had. So I know you'll enjoy it. Uh, check out all the stuff. Morgan J. This episode is brought to you by Blue Blocks. My favorite blue light blocking glasses, baby. Blueblocks.com slash Brent for 15% off. Support the sponsor so they can support us. You know what I mean? And blue blocks, the, uh, uh, the glasses block the artificial blue light that comes from your digital devices like a, a phone, TV, laptop, computer screen. Whenever you're looking at all that stuff with the brightness up late at night, uh, it's messing with your natural rhythm and your body's natural rhythm. So don't mess with the rhythm, baby, and get some blue blocks. B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash Brent. And magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Um, magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers is my favorite magnesium supplement. I use it every day, take it every day. Helps muscle recovery and uh, eases my body into sleepy time when I take it at night. And it's just a, it's a, it's a um, supplement that I think uh, you need uh, in, in a general sense of necessity. And I hope you get it. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. All right. Without further ado, um, enjoy this episode of the pod with my good buddy, Morgan J. What's up, What's man? up, dude? Hey, man. Hey. Very proud of you, dude. Very happy. I'm proud of you. you. I'm proud of us. So, you know, we fucking... Bro, we lived together for... Four or five, five years? years? Yeah, man. Five years. Yeah. 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 I feel like we got an arm wrestle at this table. Does <laughs> <laughs> the other people feel that way? I'm like right across you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I got to put my headphones on. There we you go. You can put them on if you want. Yeah. No, it's all good. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Five years. Five years later. Five look, years, look at us man. now. Look at us. Same neighborhood, different apartments. Different apartments, same neighborhood. Um, you know, now now we're just Hey dude, do you miss me? I don't miss living hesitation. with you. No, hesitation. There's hesitation. It's miss, fine. There's hesitation. I don't miss living with you, but I <laughs> I do miss um, you know, there's a certain living with you, the benefit of living with you is you you've you always inspired me because like I've you're thirty? Right? Uh, I'm 17 years old. Oh, you're, all right. Okay. When it comes to social media, no, I think I'm four years older than you, and I think like I don't know when it was, but I kind of I've been doing comedy 35 years. Uh, right. So <laughs> right, right. I don't know, dude. I lost like when I started when I was like um, when I was like 20 between 20 and 25, 20 and 27, really. Yeah. I just had this like fire, but I I got and not that I don't have the fire anymore. I think I've like just like started enjoying comedy more than cool. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like you are on that Kobe yep. Bryant grind. That's yeah. like really inspiring. It's hella intense. 
And, you know, I talk about you in a podcast. I say, bro, when he's not writing, he's editing. When he's not editing, he's shooting. And when he's not shooting, he's writing. Right, yeah. And yeah. so I was like, like, you know what? I'd be saying, like, you know, he'd be doing – he'd be watching the, the debates and then be doing the thing until 5 in the morning. And I, I'm like, I yeah. just couldn't – that was crazy. I don't, I don't, I just couldn't, I don't, but even, uh, even fun. to a lesser extent, you'd be, you, you would be working on stuff, you know, till two or three in the morning. And like, yeah, I lost that edge like to do that. You know what I mean? But it's a different, you, you had a different edge. I don't think, I don't think it's better or worse. But to what I, a, just to go back, but, but just to say you, like, you know, living that. with yeah. like that always like kind of lit a fire under me. I'm like, well, fuck, yeah. you know, I gotta, we're fucking get a wake up before 11 a.m. today. <laughs> well, can I tell you something? Yeah. Just because we could talk about, we should ask each other like how things have changed now that we. I, that was my next question. Like, what things do we do differently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. is that do or was, are we done? Or are no, done I'm, I uh, I appreciate that. That's really cool. Um, but you know, ironically, you were the one you motivated me just because you were so good at what you do. I appreciate. And that, you were you you had such a confidence, and I would hear it in the shower every morning when you would take a shower and you would <laughs> Was yell. Was I singing? I am a star. Oh, yeah. I am Did you a hear me fucking star. Yeah. So I would walk into the apartment sometimes after like a run oh and, my and you'd God. be in the shower yelling at yourself. So um, just so you guys know, um, I usually have a mirror in my shower. Because yeah. like, you know, if you don't have a lot of, I'm talking to the camera right now, because if you don't have a lot of like self-worth or value or, or self-esteem issues or you know, I think most of us comedians are, we could probably agree that we're probably, we probably did this mostly out of insecurity or getting girls to like us and yeah. things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or guys to like us, whatever, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, it's like a daily struggle to like beat those little voices in your head that say you're an imposter. You're not good enough. You're, you're, so, you know, these words of affirmation, I would be in the mirror, you know, you're spending a lot, you spend in the shower, you you spend five to ten minutes in the shower alone. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're lucky, maybe another person. But <laughs> no, you spend it alone, and it's like you got to use this time. To, I'm gonna use it to gas myself up. I love that because because yeah. I think it works. I it, think it does. Works. It I think does. It, it does. It totally does. I mean, it, it, you just can't only do that. And no, you you didn't only do that. No, no, of course. But not. just you know, for the the regular person. Um, yeah, but just uh, it was always cool. I think that's why we worked r so well together is because, yeah. A, we were never truly in, like, uh, the true sense of the word in competition with each no, other. We're doing... But we were also within the same world in two different lanes. And, like, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. It was yeah. fun. It was great. And it got us both to where we're at now, which is, like, you know, a step ahead but now, of where we but were. But now there's that other – there's this other pressure, right? Because it's, like – I just saw my hour that I did at Irvine. I headlined at Irvine, right? Cool. And um, I how'd that go? You know, you moved some tickets. Yeah, actually, nice. the guy, the guy Dan, who runs it, was like, you know, on because I just took it was an off night, and for those of you who don't know, like, was it a off, Wednesday? It was a Wednesday night. Okay. Off nights are basically any night that's not like a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, right? Where yeah. Like that's a, so, um, and he came, and I just took a like a guarantee basically which was like uh, a guarantee is just like no matter how many tickets you sell you'll get paid whatever mm -hmm. or if you don't sell any tickets you still get paid mm -hmm. and i i didn't know uh you know it had been a year since i'd done a like a headline gig like that and then he came up to me afterwards and was like hey just so you know like uh you probably would have made more money doing a door deal because you sold i, I sold like 1600 dollars worth of tickets on a wednesday yeah which is which is pretty good so, it was like 70 or 80 tickets yeah yeah yeah. and um that's phenomenal for a wednesday yeah, yeah. and you know after the show i i uh 
And we're going to talk about like the mind shift. I think you and I both have probably had to deal with in the last couple months, maybe, you know, like, um, because after the show, people were like, you know, I found you on TikTok. I saw your special. And nice. I, I bought like I brought like five of my friends to see you. Amazing. So, um, which is why. And then, like shortly after that, I was doing a bunch of local shows here in LA, and I was and I was promoting. You know, I just not even like really promoting hard. I just did a post like these are the shows, and they were like, um, and people were DMing me for ticket links and things like that. So then I was doing these shows, and I do my crowd work, and usually I go up early, and. Um, there, you know, I I pick on so like, how did you find out about the show? And they point to me. So then it happened more, more than once in an audience. So then I was like, raise your hand if you found out about the show because of me. And like ten people raised their hand. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, so why am I promoting other people's shows here in LA and like not getting paid for it, right? Yeah. Because they're selling tickets to these shows, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. getting paid like twenty bucks, maybe right, fifteen, right, bucks, right, whatever. Right. Pocket and so then I like literally the, that same week I post, I'm doing my hour on Saturday at like a friend's place. Cause like a, shortly after that, I just posted an event like, Hey, I'm selling 40 tickets, sold the 40 tickets here in LA within like a cut, like a couple hours. And then we added another 40 tickets and then sold those 40 tickets. And then the guy who lives there is like, well, my friends want to see you. So we're adding another 20 to, so we're gonna sell a hundred tickets to this dude's backyard. Wow. Um, so I'm not saying obviously I've been doing stand or comedy here for, you know, almost a decade. Right. So I have a little bit of a fan base here, mm-hmm. but now, you know, I just booked my a one nighter and at the Arlington draft house yesterday. Great. Great. Uh, great. Got, we got a one nighter in New York at a really cool venue. Uh, and then obviously the hour here. And then this booking agent reached out to me via Neil Nanda, who's actually has a we lot love of Neil. Dude, another example is somebody who love Neil. who fucking is doing it. You yeah, know what I mean, and he and I we had a call because I I hit him up or he actually was like, hey, if you need help booking, so places. now so now with these places you're doing, are you gonna start doing? And this is super I'm gonna do a door in, deal inside baseball for yeah. everybody, but you know, um, you're gonna start doing a deal. I'm gonna, do, so, I'm gonna try a door deal. I yeah. might lose money. No, but it shows it shows faith in yourself, and I think also if you can do it, a guarantee with a door deal attached is something a lot of okay. people do. So like you make X amount guaranteed, but if you sell X amount of tickets, then it defers to, to that. a door deal. So that's what I'm doing in San Francisco and Sacramento for my yeah. one nighters. Because I know I'm gonna. Yeah, you'll kill it. Sell a lot of tickets there, but yeah. that's how they do it for their off nights. That yeah. was that was their thing. What night is it? Uh, Sacramento is a Wednesday. San Francisco is a Sunday. Yeah, those are good. Are you gonna? So, how do you feel about featuring still? Or I'm still featuring for JP because um, it. I have. I don't have a booking agent. Yeah, and all of these clubs. Need book you through, an through a booking agent. Yeah. All these people that I see getting headline weekends, people that we know, people in our yeah. classes or like within our lane and, and years of doing it, whatever, even with less of a following than you and I have booking agents yeah. at big agencies. So they're in the door already. Yeah. And then I come along and I'm like, hey, I have 10 times the following and you know, this, this and this, and I don't get a response. I mean, so the way that I'm getting in with those spots is opening for JP doing yeah. well and then coming back. Yeah. I, uh, no, for real. I, for I, now at least. No, of course I DM'd, um, Cobb's comedy club, you know, and we have blue check marks and it's like, we do have blue check marks. We do have blue check marks. Just to let everybody know we, we do have, have blue, blue check, check marks. marks. So we're better than you. Yeah. No, but it's like when you DM somebody <laughs> with a blue check mark, it kind of like you see it. So it's like that's the one benefit. It's of all the it check really mark. is. You know, I didn't want the check mark when I got it. I, I, I saw didn't that. want it. I saw. I was that. upset. 
I was I upset. That. I you didn't were like, want I'm it. Low key. I'm 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 uh, I'm a I'm man indie. of the people. I'm indie. I'm bro. indie, bro. I'm indie. I'm not with this mainstream bullshit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But there were so many fake accounts popping up trying to scam people out of money. Yeah, I got um, one. So I had to get it. Fake account. Yeah. But but I DM Cobbs and I'm like, hey, these are my stats, yada yada yada. Like I have a following up there in San Francisco. Could I headline there? Like a, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the, they responded, do you have an agent? Literally, that's what they responded with. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I have a manager. And then they they saw this shit. I saw here's my TV clip, and they're like. They didn't get back to me. Yeah. I just saw a scene. See. So, so this guy came through and he booked me a one nighter. He take he's taking fifteen percent. That's a typical. That's for I for think. a booking. I think it's okay. I think right? either that or even twenty. I don't know because an agent typically takes twenty, right? A theatrical agent or whatever. No, no. Th- well, so so commercial agents take ten. Theatrical agents take ten. College agents in our 15, case, 15, 20. 15, 20. This feels this feels fine. Fifteen is fine. Yeah, uh, I, I don't really expect to make a lot of money from the draft house. I've headlined in DC before mm-hmm. at this at the DC lounge, but I'm gonna run like little little Facebook Instagram ads. Yeah, and for me it's like a to see if I could, because also if I do well on the off night, they'll do bring you, me back. Do for, you ever think about conversations like the exact conversation we're having right now versus a conversation that we had in our apartment three or four years ago? Dude, it's and crazy. Just like, like the stresses that we have now and the little nuances and details that we're talking about right now were things we were like praying for three or four yeah. years ago. You know what I mean? Like three or four years ago, we were, we were bitching to each other about how it, this dude or this girl or this person wouldn't book us on yeah. a little five minute spot in LA. It doesn't matter anymore. Bro. And now we're bitching that this club wants to give us a Sunday instead of a full weekend or well, we're doing a guarantee. You know what I mean? I think I'm, that, I'm pretty grateful for that. Absolutely. Cool. And I think that just sort of speaks to like how the mindset has shifted now. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll do, I'll do like, so now when I get booked on shows here in LA, I straight up, I'm like, all right, what is the lineup exactly? When do you want me to be on it? Like more or less, can you like narrow down when I'm on exactly? Because like before you and I had like nothing but time kind of right. Yeah. Like a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. you know, and, and now our time is valuable. Mm-hmm. And so like I did a show two or three weeks ago in Westwood. I was closing the show out. I got there. The show started late. I was the, I was closing it. I wouldn't say headliner cause I was doing like a 15, 20 minute set, you know, with another three or four comics. And I had like 10 people who bought tickets to see me. I had, this is one of those shows I promoted. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it was like in a hookah bar and it was like really loud and part of the club like people were talking and part of the space was like people were watching and i said never again like i'm not gonna i probably won't promote other people's show, like smaller shows here as much mm-hmm. I'm, i have my own i'm bringing back my monthly show here in mar vista cool uh, at, at, awesome. Alana, at alana's yeah um so they gave me the back pat they take a door deal they take 30 percent. it's gonna be at alana's coffee shop yeah the, oh, pa- amazing. In the patio yeah. yeah fuck yeah so they're, t- they're just they're taking 30 percent of the ticket sales, which is cool. like fine, but cause it's a good vibe and it's, great vibe. it's the same amount of money I had to spend renting the other place. Anyway, great. point being, it's like, we have to be okay and not feel bad about like, Hey, I just need to, like, I got to go up this and I'm probably going to dip or I'll, or I'll be real with you. I'll lie and say, I got to be somewhere else. So yeah. I, I mean, know, I just, I, I got stuff to do. You, then you realize like when you started out, well, at least like the Royal you, I remember when I was in New York doing stand up, and I was, this was like two or three years in, I was doing this like, big show in the Lower East Side. It was mm-hmm. like a small back room. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. I really, you know, that all new comics wanted to get booked on, booked on. And like Pete Holmes was doing it. And I remember 
I was like, oh, man, I hope P. Holmes sees my set. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, and you know yeah, that yeah. feeling. Totally, like, totally. And then he laughed, and then I was like, what the fuck? Like, like oh, you're bummed damn, out, like, man. If he saw, he would have seen how funny I was. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then you're now like in, you have the perspective where you're like, I understand. I don't even take it personally, and and I and other so you know I, I have we have co- comedic peers that will be like, hey, man, I'm gonna go. I, I I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, I don't. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You, you go, go. Yeah. You don't need to be here. Hundred percent. You know 100%. what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah. So it's cool. It's a very different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what what else has changed. Has living on your own changed your approach to the work? Yeah. So you know, I think I put that special out in on a on last May, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's at like five hundred and sixty thousand. This is on views. YouTube, right? On YouTube, what yeah. would somebody search if they want to watch? Just it? Just type Morgan J and J A Y. It's gonna be me, and then Bo Burnham will show up. Which Amazing. Is their... Did you see his new special? Of course, I saw. Quick it. tangent. Yeah, I'll tell you. I thought it was incredible. I, I thought loved it. Was it. Incredible. I, thought, I, thought I absolutely it was, loved it. I will say, I call. I, I'd rather call it a work of art than a, than like a special. Yeah, it a spe- but it was still really comedy. It was still heavy. really funny. Yeah, like my, really funny. my buddy hit me up and asked what I thought of it because he didn't know what to think of it, yeah. and I was like, wait, why? Is it, did he go like fully weird on this one? And then I saw people tweeting with comparisons to Nanette. And yeah. I was like, wait, so, really? And then I watched it and I was like, no, dude, this is Bo Burnham, just a little bit darker. Yeah, I think the only. Like the only comparison I would make to Nanette is that like if you're a blue collar working class like 80 hour a week person and like you came home to watch a comedy special. It's not going to hit. You, you know, <laughs> it, it may hit like it super may. hard yeah. or you may be like, bro, I, I ain't ready to be like this, yeah. like emotionally involved in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You might just want to pop on like Joe Coy or like Sebastian and yeah, and see, hear, hear funny Kevin voices. Hart, whatever. You know what I mean? It's all good. Yeah. And, but and dude, those. But it was amazing. The creativity with what he I was did angry. is like I was, I was I was pissed. I made a special <laughs> during quarantine I in know. our living room. I know. And I thought that was the pinnacle of one Dude, room comedy. What and what he did was like amazing. Uh, incredible. I mean from an artistic standpoint to break down barriers of depression, anxiety and like Dude, uh, thoughts on the world. Even on a production standpoint. And the production was crazy too. The guy had just one camera. Mhm. Literally, a, like a couple lights. Yeah, um, a projector. I like. I mean, yeah. What the fuck? He bro? had everything that you had in your bedroom, and I look what I those did. Those stars and shit. <laughs> what I the did. colored lights. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, come on, dude. Leave some for the rest I of know. us. Leave fuck. some creativity. Let 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 us figure it out too. Yeah. Nah, it was it was yeah. really inspiring, and like, that's a good example of somebody. Well, he's also in a position where he doesn't have to put content 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 out every week, so he could take a full year, make a piece of work, and then put it out, and then like, right? Do you know what I mean? Right, where right, we're, right. we're kind of like, we have to feed the machine and the beast a little bit. Yeah, you know which I, mean? I think is what he did for those for years the, leading the, the, up to his exactly. First special. Yeah, and I think we'll probably get to a point. Hopefully I do feel the like a, a little tiny snowball effect, not crazy yet, but like, you know, I'm getting like a like a hundred or so new followers every like two weeks. I'd say also I have, cool. this, I have this new song that like gives me like gets me a lot of new followers. Which one? It's called Th- the throwback Thursday. It's throwback Thursday. And it like, is that with your picture? Yeah. Cool. But I rewrote it and I added photos to it. So it's like a lot better now. Oh, cool. So, um, and that always gets me like, at least like 10 to 30% of the audience following me at any, at any show. That's great. Which is really like a little fun way to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's also like, anyway, um, yeah, special is great, but, um, as far as like living alone and like the work, you know, when I moved into this place, I was like, 
I'm going to be like doing like acoustic videos, uh, green screen stuff, live streaming regularly. But then like a month ago, like everything opened up. So now I'm like kind of fucked up mentally because I was like doing so well during the quarantine Mm -hmm. with my corporate events and the zooming and the streaming. Mm -hmm. And not to say that I'm not doing well now. I'm like, I'm still getting like gigs booked. I have a corporate event like right after this, but it's not as many. And also like the time that I need, I I was, I think like the, the quarantine kind of like exhausted me a little bit. Yeah. And so now from, from a content and performing content and performing, like doing these streams and like, uh, you know, playing all the time. And, uh, it was like, for me, it was like a little bit draining. And also, so like, it's like, you have to put content out. You have to write new material for your live events. Now you have to, you know, it's just like a lot, I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but I will say I put the special out and at one point I had this epiphany, like now I'm walking around this new place, like, well, now you got to put like a new special out, you know, and now you got to put a new hour out mm. and like people who follow you want a new one. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to make the same mistake I did with the last one, which was like, cause I shot that in January of 2019. And that was in the... That was Black in Box Theater in Venice. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just literally sat on that because I was hoping somebody in the, the industry would, would see it and like want to reproduce it somehow or whatever. And then, then when I put it out in May, it was like a burden was lifted for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember how that felt because like you put this hour of your workout and then it, once you put it out, it opens you up creatively for other shit. Yeah. So I'm trying to, and then having after, after having put it out, it like ballooned my TikTok and my my YouTube went up by like almost forty, eh, like thirty six k. Awesome, you know. And so now it's like, you know, it's, do I do I go back to like putting a, try to put a clip out every week? Do I try to just work on this hour? Do I try to like p- keep putting? Because I'm losing currently. I'm losing TikTok followers every day. I've lost like in the last month. I've lost about seven thousand followers. Mm. But but then again, it goes like this, and then it might go like that. Yeah yeah, yeah it's a wave. But I, I don't know. Also, I think the gold rush for TikTok might be over a little bit mm-hmm. as far as like, I don't know how you feel about how is it going for you? I've, I've always hated TikTok and will continue to do to so. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't create for TikTok. So it's just a different approach. Like I'll cut my videos down to a minute and put them on TikTok. Yeah. One out of 10 will get a couple hundred thousand views. The rest will get hundreds of views. Yeah. But, so, but even still with that, like it doesn't even if you get a couple hundred thousand views now, it doesn't like equate to as many followers as right. it used to. Right. You know, right. like there were day, there was like a day or two where I got over a hundred thousand followers, like in the night. Yeah. You know, that's wild. And that doesn't happen anymore. No. And so, no, I don't know. So that's why it doesn't do that. It doesn't have the same thing. Yeah. That it used so to. are you working on a special right now? Or is I this mean, yeah, a- I mean, I mean, it's basically like I have my hour material now. Okay. It's cool. a matter of just like, practicing it and feeling mm-hmm. comfortable doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. I technically like I could film it and I'm also going to do a crowd work special. Cool. And oh, I'm, great. And I'm going to do it. That's fine. I'm going to explore the idea a little bit. I yeah. think like, um, I'm going to do like, there'll be like live crowd work. There'll be one-on-one crowd work where I'm going to do like kind of like a man on the street thing or like a little tiny room. Oh, a tiny room. I know. I so saw, fun. I saw Moses storm did something at a festival where, I think it was a long time ago where he did like one-on-one comedy shows where people yeah. would go into the room. Yeah. But I think this will be 
similar to that where it's like a one-on-one -on -one crowd work with the music. Maybe I'll have a piano. I've been practicing piano every day. Cool. So they'll come in and I'll, you know, be like, yeah, you know, like some That's shit like fun. that. We'll do a man on the street crowd work. We'll do, we'll do just straight no music crowd work. Yeah. And we'll have like different locations. So like different cities and things like that. Like mm -hmm. that's the vision for it and try to shoot it real nice. And cause like the feedback I get is nobody likes crowd work or, or the industry doesn't want crowd work. Fuck the industry. Look at Andrew Schultz. He put out a whole crowd work special you know what I mean? and other people have too. And it's so, hilarious. Big Jay Okerson has a whole crowd work special. 100%. So, the industry doesn't know shit anymore, dude. The president, if you're listening, president of Hollywood, we don't need you. Okay. Um, <laughs> although I would love to pitch my projects. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I think all those things are hilarious and fuck what anybody else might think. And you should just do them all. Yeah. Just fuck it. Yeah. So I was we, thinking you should, you, know, get a, you should get like a sheep back here. Just a really, what? A sheep? A sheep. Like a really, sheep? really fuck with your guests. Like I'm the wolf, bro. <laughs> you're like, Put why a, is this a sheep? portrait of a sheep? Why is this you? sheep crying behind me? <laughs> it's like, cause you're a little bitch. I'm Brett Pella. <laughs> You see, the shoes are on this side of the table, bro. <laughs> you are beneath my feet, literally. Yeah. I walk on you. Um, That's really yeah. cool, bro. That's awesome. Uh, you know, li living with two people, the biggest... Oh, yeah. Tell me about the, you. Tell me what's Well, the biggest me, setback for living with two people from a creative standpoint is that I just felt like I was I, I, intruding a lot, especially <laughs> well, during the last like year or two. Sure, yeah, and yeah. we had this conversation when we lived together. I came to you and I specifically remember saying, hey, bro, I, I don't know what else to do besides lay out all my props in the mm. living room. I don't know I what know. else it, to do. I, look, I'm it sorry. Talk. It's but okay. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot, but like I didn't have any other choice. I, yeah. Otherwise, it would be on my bed. I'd sleep with props and wardrobe. Yeah. I'd be walking on shit. I needed space. You needed space. We started scheduling the living room as if it was a production studio. Yeah. And, but it was it was fine, and I was super grateful. And we were both. I think what made it work is that we were both really good at communicating. Yeah. So nobody ever woke up and saw like ten people acting in the living room. Right. Yeah. You'd you know me what I mean? That wasn't because there are roommates who would just would do, do that, that shit. shit. You'd yeah. You waking up, you come home like what the fuck, or like taking stuff and moving it, like yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. taking your mic and not asking or sure, soundboard sure, sure. or like oh there was always asking. There's always communication. But I could feel it over the course of like a year or a year and a half. It, it was getting well, also, to the point the, where we both wanted, uh, needed a change. Yeah, respectfully. But, but but also like the last year was like unlike any other year that anybody's ever had too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. In, in one sense, like I'm grateful we lived together the last year because like some people had to be alone the whole year, and that, yeah. that probably was really tough for some people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were, were probably really we were really lucky that we and had, other people probably lived with people who spiraled into some negative like to, shit, some negative depress yeah, depressiveness. Yeah, didn't work on anything. I think and we're very similar in that. Like when the, the going gets tough, like the tough get going. The tough do get. We going. will. We will not. I mean, I had I had this joke at the beginning. Like I'm coming out of this quarantine, like coming out of prison, like. Three, yeah. three law degrees, believing in Islam, <laughs> yoked as fuck. You know what I mean? That's funny. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, man. Yeah. So it was, it was like that for a while. And then of course hit a point where it was just like, okay, so we gotta, we, we gotta, gotta change, change here. Yeah. Um, and it's been good, you know, it's like, been great. Dude. I, I will say the first, I don't know if it was like, for, like living on your own, especially <laughs> we both have spaces that are like for two people kind of, mm -hmm. um, 
like getting used to being I remember the first month I'd walk around at night being like this is weird this is like oh same my whole, same same this is all this is mine this I'd is come like, into this room and just kind of like sit and look around and be like yeah there's no one else in my apartment yeah right now it's weird yeah it's it was a weird thing and getting you know it's like accepting these new levels in your life yeah you know and then it's like my place I feel like is so nice like I don't want to leave, right? But I'm also like, yeah. But I'm also like, yeah. No, dude. No, 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 no. You know, I heard Jamie Foxx say something in an interview. He's like, I always try to have something like broken or fucked up in my place. Oh, that's so that funny. way, so that way, like I, I'm always trying to like it keeps like the hood in me, and like I want something better. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah. my place is so nice, and I'm like, so you just punch your bed, bathroom mirror. <laughs> I just or like break some shit in <laughs> yeah. it. But like, well, I, 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 I need. I found something to complain about in my okay. apartment, which is like there's these little like silverfish bugs that are always crawling around yeah. the walls and Marvista baby, and yeah, yeah. So there's like little tiny spiders every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and that bothers me. So it's good to be bothered by something. I'm bothered by uh, the gr- garbage they're, they're truck right now. Literally at <laughs> seven a.m. two or three days a week at seven a.m. It's so loud in the so alley. Right? Fucking that loud. happens to me. It's so loud. You hear nothing except that when it happens. It's just that, and it lasts a, a redi- like twenty minutes. I timed it the other day. Guess they what? Were, twenty minutes. Dude. We're gonna be in bigger. We're gonna be in better places then. I know. So that's the one complaint. But yeah. but I also the first couple months of living here, I I truly didn't leave. There were weeks yeah. where I would just stay in here. You don't have so to. I was like, wow, this is awesome. It's I'm also like way more creative in here. I got my closets full of shit, yeah. props and wardrobe and production stuff I and the whiteboard. Really. And I, I, I love it here. It's great. And it's opened up a whole new aspect of, of creativity yeah. and also motivation because this is twice as much rent mm-hmm. than uh, our last spot. Oh, yeah. Um, than what I was paying when we lived together. So oh, now yeah. it's like, okay, I'm, I'm also a little uncomfortable by that. Like I'm not yeah, comfortably re- making rent right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Writing that rent check every every month is uh, it hurts. It it's, hurts. It's, it's it's like yeah, we can like write it off as a business expense, but it still is like it's just that probably you're like me. We we never grew up like spending a lot of money on ourselves because we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. So on one level, it just feels like indulgent and like. I don't know, like too luxurious. Like I feel it is. Like it's like it is the, mo- the most luxurious, indulgent spend that I do is not restaurants. It's not clothes. Yeah, it's, this. it's not stuff. It's my rent. Yeah, and it's, it's like some people be dropping this on like a, a night out at the bar. Dude, Nick Cannon was wearing Louis Vuitton boots for one of the episodes, <sighs> and one of the girls was like, "God damn, Nick, you got those!" And I was like, "How much do you think those cost? Like, you know, a thousand dollars, six figures." She was like, "It's it, no, those are like thirty five hundred dollars." shoes wow for louis vuitton boots six i mean five, i was gonna say five figures uh, yeah, yeah that's a lot that, thirty five hundred dollars for that's shoes? For i shoes? Know, you know what I, cons- crazy. considering how we were living before we were like making it work and we were fine and we yeah. weren't really complaining much you know what i mean right so right. it's sort of like There's, that's that's why I, that's what i was saying like we're in these places and it's like I'm trying to find something to complain about because like yeah. it makes you, you want to do better. Right. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, there's some people who can't pay their rent and like, it's, I mean, yeah, dude, we, the couple years that we were living together, I mean, I had trouble making rent sometimes, you know, and, and now you be buying your mom dinners and shit. She must like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. She's happy about yeah. it. Yeah. I That's mean, I'm good. still by no means comfortable, but I make rent, but we have, we have different uh, money problems now. Yeah. A little bit. We're little like, bit. In, we're like buying 
basketball cards. At least you are. I I, I do buy basketball cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that is an investment now. Um, yeah. And the invitation is still open if you would like to split a box of basketball cards. With I'll me. tell you what. Next big bag. Next big bag. I'm gonna hit you up with that right now. Let my, me know because the market is down right now, which is a good time to buy in. Yeah. And then it'll okay. go up. What is money anyway now? When money I'm, sucks, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm money listen, sucks. Bro, I'm, listening bro. To, I'm listening to these these NPR reports about people like who can't pay their rent and then like they're printing all this money and then there's the, the unemployment and like and somehow crypto I, is down. Somehow, I, yeah. I, 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 what does it all mean? What is Nothing it? matters. It doesn't it? fucking matter. What is it? We're What's fine. tangible? We're fine. It's paper, bro. It, we're fine. It's a concept. They're not evicting people. Yeah. So what? What? Why am I even paying rent if they're not evicting people? Right. It's fine. It's like I don't know. I don't it, know. People. Um, so it's it's a weird thing. I heard this guy say at an event a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know, some people think of money as just a concept and don't care about money and think it just doesn't matter. And, yeah. and like, that's only true to an extent because you do need I money. I like this too sometimes, No one, I'm bro. trying to stretch my shoulders out because oh, okay. I did some push-ups this morning. How many did you um, do? I did 50. I literally, I did, I did 50. I, I did DJ Demers podcast yesterday. Yeah. And he was, he said, you, you messaged me in the middle of a workout and he, go, and he was like, how many push-ups can you do? And I and I was like, you know, he's like, and I then I brought you up. I said, well, Brent probably does like a hundred when he wakes up or some yeah, shit like yeah. That. I do fifty to a hundred every day, <laughs> nice. uh, but that's that's beside the point. I am yeah. Jax. Thank you. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about your body. This guy, we'll get into that next. <laughs> this guy was like, you know, people think money doesn't matter and just literally try to not care about money, but you can't do that. You just can't. You can't because yeah, no matter who you, you are, can't. if you're a nomad, if you're a homeless person, if you're a roving DJ that lives in a van, shout out to Nate. You have to have He's a little it. bit of money. Yeah, he is killing it. But I'm just saying, you have to have money to do to have food. You can't just trade fingernail clippings for a sandwich. You can't, you know. So, uh, but also, it Beyonce. shouldn't drive you. Money to me is like um, just freedom. It's just yeah. you can do you can do stuff. I don't want money to stack money so that I can look at a number in my bank account. I don't give yeah. a fuck about that. But if I want a sandwich. With extra avocado, I don't want to be stressed out. I don't, about if that. I want to park at valet, I just want to do that. Yeah, take the seven dollars. Oh I'll God. give you a twenty dollar tip. I want to tell you, say two things based on that. So first off, I think Dave Chappelle said something in an interview. He was like, "Money doesn't buy happiness, but it buy, but it buys choice." Yes, it buys yeah. choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. those choices can make you happy. Dude, I was talking to Pat. Pat. Pat went on a date with some like Instagram model. Nice. And they were going somewhere. He matches with like I don't even. Pat's know hot. Into. Pat's a hot yeah. dude. He he was talking about this girl he went on a date with in in Malibu, and like he you know he's been a little bit stressing for money. I don't want to blow his shit up, but uh, but he was he was talking about how like they were gonna park and just walk, and the girl was like, I don't, I don't do, I don't walk to the I valet, I don't walk I don't do that anymore. Really? She like said that. She to, said that. She's like I don't I don't I don't walk to the I'm we I, I valet. Isn't that wild? I don't know if she said it with wow. that tone of voice, but I have to expect it. Would, there's no way to How say. How else it. would she say it if she's an Instagram model? I, it would if you did it like in a way like where we're oh, sorry. Oh, valet. I'll pay I, for it or something like that. That's a friendly way. But I think she. But I think she said like I don't. I Ooh, don't. Walk. I don't. I valet. I don't walk. I valet. And, and, I, don't, and I wouldn't Oof. put it past the, like people in LA to say things like that. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I also uh, don't walk by ballet <laughs> right. at this point. Yeah, that's dope. But, yeah. but uh, you know, that's that. I heard somebody say once um, that they just want enough money to order whatever they want at a restaurant and to valet their car wherever they are. Hell and yeah. that's literally all I want. Imagine being able to show up. To all the, I want. Show up to the beach and be like, I'll drop the twenty five bucks. Yeah, I'm beach. never gonna wear Burberry, Louis Vuitton. Totally. I'm never gonna wear that. Sh I'm not gonna buy a presidential Rolex or wear a Cuban link chain. I don't need any of that shit. Right. Yeah. I don't care about diamonds. I, I don't care about nice though. ass clothes. 
These yeah. the clothes I have on cost thirty five dollars. You know. Yeah. So uh, I do want to valet my car though. Although. And I think you, you actually said this to me a couple of weeks ago. I think I dropped you off from somewhere and you were like, did you ever think about getting a new car? And I didn't, yeah, take, yeah, and yeah. I took that and I didn't take that in a wrong way at all. Cause I've thought about it. Yeah. Cause I, I do think in here in LA to a certain extent, you have to present as like successful a little yeah. bit. Do you know what I mean? I also said that to you specifically uh, with one of the main reasons I said it to you was because of music. And you drive so much in LA, why not treat yourself to something dope with I'm a great speaker to, system? Yeah. That was a big reason I said that. Also, because I've seen you with that car since I've known you. Yeah, and, yeah. and if one of the biggest things to treat yourself with, in my opinion, is a car. And you spend all your time in the car. And you spend too, right? so much time in the car, especially in yeah. LA. It, w- it wasn't like a you look no, like shit a, in this no, car. But that's it. But, that, but, that, but I've always been had, it, had that in my mind, like how you present. I, even, I have like a yeah. $10 gold chain from Ross that I got. It was, I got yeah. it as a prop originally, but I've been wearing it every once in a while now with like my like, you know, pattern button up shirts and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I dig the style now. People, I'm getting compliments on it and stuff. Yeah. And I was telling my mom, I was, we were FaceTime and I was getting ready for some pool party literally on Saturday. And she was like, uh, oh, wait, look at that chain. I was like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like $10 from like Ross. She's like, you can't, you can't wear that. <laughs> I was like, why not? Nobody knows. She's like, they know. They don't. Know. No, she goes. No. I'll send you something nice. Oh man! Because my my dad was an actual like pop star in Argentina, and yeah, he had like the gold chains and the Rolex, and yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. like you see like if I am a musician more than a comedian, which I'm like leaning towards now because I'm also like writing songs for things, and yeah. you know, there is a part of like playing that part of there's art. There's musicians who play the part who don't have any talent, and they like dress like a rock star. Yep. So yep. And then there's musicians. I think to a certain extent, I like. I think it might be beneficial to present as like, as pre- if you fake it. If you fake that you're a star, you will be a star. Well, a that's, that's you know what I'm saying. That's along the lines of what Kobe's mentality always was. Was you, yeah. If you if you live and act and work with the mindset that you've already accomplished your goal, yeah. Then by the time your goal happens, it's not going to feel intoxicating Weird. or crazy. And it's not going to mess you up because it'll just feel normal. Like, yeah, I've always been here. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm just saying, like, in a month or two, you might see me with hella chains and, <laughs> and like a face tattoo. Dude, bro. some of those guys <laughs> on the on the show had, like, crazy chains. Yeah. $100,000 chains. Yeah. And, like, legit $100,000 chains. It's a cultural thing for sure. And yeah. I've heard uh, people of color talking about, like, to give because they're not valued in society so like they they get the mercedes and the chains to like give themselves mm. value to each other and to, you know what i mean yeah it's sort of a thing like that where, interesting yeah i don't know but I, but with the with with the musician i'm gonna just kind of like lean into like the musician look a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. so when i go on stage they're like oh shit oh a little shit. bit you know a little bit yeah it might be lame totally don't but, do that shit you know that's great look at i look at somebody like charlie puth who like has a chain and like he he's the dude's a music nerd yeah, but he's also like, and I've met some some of these big musicians, and they're all fucking on stage. You're an artist. You're, yeah, they're you're all, a performer. Yeah, they're all nerds. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're yeah. all music nerds, and yeah. we're we're all kind of like nerds for our art and our craft. Dude, so is Jay Z and Kanye. When those guys talk about making an album, it's like they're like so into the specifics yeah. of shit and and the when technical the, aspects. Yeah, and when you're in the studio. You're not, you're not, they're not talking about their chains. They're like, turn the, the lows up like a couple, this money. Yeah. Can we get a different frequency for the yeah, high? Yeah. What's up with this mic? Like they're about the thing. They're yeah. not, they, yeah. you know, all this is just like 
extra because they probably you mm-hmm. know I did one of those so far sound shows and there was a girl there was a there was three bands on it this was like years ago and there was a a girl who was like full rock star and there was a guy who was like just like a hoodie and like jeans he looked he didn't even look like he was there to perform mm-hmm. and the girl with the rock star look they went up there and they did all right it was whatever the guy in the hoodie went up and like Dude was like Billy Joel. It was wow. it was incredible. I was yeah. one of the best songwriters performers I'd ever seen, like in a hoodie with no affectation. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah, yeah. And that just sort of speaks. And I'm sure once that guy blows up, even he's probably doing his own shit right now anyway. But you know, it just speaks to wearing a hoodie on stage. Wearing a hoodie on stage. <laughs> Although my mom was again was the person who was like, oh, and my buddy Chris was like, you need to dress better. You're singing like sexy, funny love songs. You can't be dressing like you're studying for midterms anymore. Yeah, but you have a good style. I haven't seen you perform recently live. But well, now I do. When you dress, when you dress, you dress. Yeah, you're in your special. Weren't you just in a white tee and white pants? tee, uh, black pants, Chelsea boots. Nice. There you and go. A, yeah, and, a, and a and a like a letter jacket. Classic. And uh, I had a stylist who was like, "Yeah, wear that. That's good." Nice. And now I keep that in mind. Uh, I also like wear makeup sometimes on auditions now. And oh, uh, cool. And yeah, you know, just because I just for the under eye stuff. I bought know. makeup. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wear makeup for almost every video now to block out my the bags under my you eyes. You have to, yeah, from, from editing until. And five I got to figure out what to do with my hair. My hairline yeah. is stepping back, dude. Yeah, but it's taking a vacation. But you, we, it's we, not coming we, back. We've talked about this. You're going to. I also think, you know, I feel like I've said this to you before. Like you should tell more jokes about. It. I don't know if you are telling jokes about it. You should. I'll tell start more working it in. For but sure. I, but I do know, like it's like if you are insecure about something, sometimes it is hard to like really like. You know, it's, I mean, something like that is like, I can't change it. You know what I mean? I, yeah. what, the only thing I could do to change my receding hairline <laughs> is yeah. to get surgery on it. So like I've, but I've Steve, started but to I, not I, care about making fun of it any, anymore. But everybody, but so many people, Steve Carell did it. Oh, so many people. So many Have people you seen go. Elon Musk, the before and after? Oh yeah. It's Elon, insane. Dude. That's why it's of like, of course he has millions of dollars. But. Yeah. But you'll get, you're, you've already gotten some big bags. You'll you just, you'll just do it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how much it costs. You can go to Mexico and probably do it for half the price, but apparently I you go to Turkey and it costs $3,000. Wow. And, and yeah. Mossy was saying you go to Turkey, you walk in to the airport off the plane and you'll see guys with bags on their heads because they got the procedure done and it's uh, like healing. Um, I, I don't see why you shouldn't do it. Yeah, maybe I'll just go to Turkey tomorrow. <laughs> Figure I mean, it out. Yeah, and, uh, it, it's know. it's definitely um, a thought. I'm not worried about it right now. Right now, I'm just trying to like figure out the funniest way to make fun of myself. Yeah. For having a hairline that's 60 years old, you know. Yeah, um, but, but I also... am glad that I do have hair up there because I know some guys who are like 28, 29, 30, and their shit is like Dude, I back had a, back. I had a friend who shaved his head at 25 because he literally he start, it's he started losing it like. Yeah. Early on. All it means is that you're more of a man than anybody else. Out this there. is true. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have more testosterone. Mm-hmm. Also, at least like, let's say you didn't do anything with your hair. And then like within the decade, you went full shave head, right? Full Joe Rogan, you know? Yeah. At least you're like fit and like you're, you're like fit and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, th- I think I, I don't think I can ever shave my head though. That'll just be so? too close to Joe Rogan. I, I already dress up like him. I don't know. Doing though. the whole thing is, that's a lot. That's a lot. I, and I you know, I'm not saying be like Joe Rogan, but sometimes like holding on, it looks doesn't look as good as like letting. Go. Oh sure, sure, you know sure. What I'm yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think you just get the, you'll be able to get the surgery. I mean, I I know I would. I I probably would. I'm trying to think of what else I'd fix about myself. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna I'm thinking about fixing my deviated septum. 
Do you only breathe out of one nostril? Well, actually, we all do. At every mo- at, at any given moment, apparently, like we're always breathing out of like one nostril, essentially. I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I just bro- breathed in, and it was through two. No, you are. You most of the time you are. Look at look at the two sides of my nose. Ready? See, they both went in. I don't know. You're fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that shit fixed. Uh, but it just uh, my sister had that fixed. Yeah, she was only breathing through one nose, one one side of her nose for like. How'd she years. say? How did it change her? She's uh, incredibly. She's breathing through two sides now, or yeah, at least Bronco getting more it, oxygen. Bronco said it helped too. I just am worried. They say it like changes the way you might sound. Uh, vocally, oh. you know, I, I don't know if that Ooh. will change my voice a lot. Like I know apparently like Barbara Streisand never got the surgery because of the way she sounds. And yeah, then I don't know. So I, I don't know. Then I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know that. how, like, I just wish I knew that the tangible evident results of how much more like awake I'd feel from having a good night of sleep with a lot of oxygen. Are you not sleeping well? I sleep fine. Yeah. And I'll say this. The other thing is I sleep better now that I don't have a projector in my room. I have no technology in my room. Oh, o- nice. Outside of like my white noise machine, my little clock. Mm-hmm. But um, is your bedroom just the sleep area? It's just the that's sleep what area. Mine is too. The sleep area and the meditation area. I have like my little meditation. Oh, chair that's great. I do it. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. So I watch TV in the living room. Yep. Or movies in the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to do work in the office, although I do find myself just working in the kitchen most of the time. Like at your dining room table. Yeah, like on my yeah. computer. I'll only be at my desk for. What like, about that? Cool, you got you have a dope balcony. Oh, the balcony's dope as balcony is yeah. super cool. Um, I go out there mostly every once once in a while to like have a hit of weed. Yeah, um, I did mushrooms on Saturday. Fun. Spent a lot of time on the balcony. That's fun. It was a, an incredible mushroom trip. Oh, it's it great. So nice. That's great. It was so great. That's great. It was so good. I want to do it again immediately, but I know that's not how the drug works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you microdosed mushrooms? I have, but yeah, just this felt like I have. Vers- I'm feeling residual. Like the, the 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 you know the the first time I really trip was was with you in Amsterdam. Yep. Oh and, man, how fun was that? Yeah, super that fun. whole trip was so fun. It and will, then yeah. and then you threw up like in, <laughs> in a petty in a pedicab. <laughs> no, but you know what I loved about that? My favorite thing about the Amsterdam trip was the, oh sorry, was the the boat ride. I really liked that. That was fun. I, really I was the just looking ride. at the picture the other day of uh, you really holding me like the Titanic. Yeah, I really liked that boat ride. That shit was tight. I really liked that boat ride. And I loved Amsterdam. And if I went back to... The bike Europe, ride was amazing, too. The bike rides were we went through the park. Yeah. And that, that's when we were tripping, too. And then we separated a little bit. We separated. We were like, let's go our separate it. ways. Yeah. yeah. And then um, it was lovely, man. But Lily and I were... We literally just hugged for a long time. Yeah. We tried to have sex on mushrooms, but... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Was it like, were you pretty intense? We were coming up on it. Okay. We were doing it and I, and I couldn't, uh, yeah. And I couldn't like, I was like, I, I can't come. I'm like trying. I can't. Yeah. I'm doing as, as much. I can't. Yeah. And then I was just like, let's just like, maybe it's not the moment. It wasn't. You got to follow the, and you we got to follow the medicine. She, she, you know, she did her thing a bunch, but, mm-hmm. uh, by the end of it, we were just chilling. We didn't, and that, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, you don't feel like you need to do it. There's more, it was just so dope. That's cool. And I'm going to try to do it, make it a regular practice, like regularly, not like every month, maybe like every twice a year, maybe. Oh, for sure. Tw- yeah. I, think twice I suggest a year that. Okay. I, I also uh, would say microdosing is uh, yeah. very beneficial. Yeah. Um, but the what we did in Amsterdam was very different, I think, yeah. though, because those were truffles. Those were like polyps. 
because they're, they're oh, not yeah. allowed to legally sell you the actual mushroom stems and caps yeah. that we get out here, which is also not legal. But hey, fuck off. Um, so st- although now they're, it's getting more. It's getting more, more and more used for sw- clinical trials to help with PTSD they're, and, yeah. and uh, they're swapping pain out like and, Xanax for that shit. Yeah, which you is know? amazing. So yeah. good mushroom. If you have, if you have an opportunity to invest in a mushroom it. company, do that. But what oh. we did. Do you remember Are you investing in a mushroom company? No, but I would love to. So should we invest? Up. Should we absolutely? Let's invest in a mushroom company. I would love to. Wow. Uh, but first, I'm making my wine. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, um, right. but the, what we did in Amsterdam? Do you remember when we? So I, we ate the truffles. Oh my god! In the, the first juice hour? shop. Yeah. Yes. So we ate them in the juice shop, eating an acai bowl, and I remember I started to feel like a little tingly, yeah. and it was a little different than anything I'd experienced before. As soon as we walked outside Ooh. the acai place. Fucking live music over there. There's construction a lot. over here. Bells ringing on bikes. People talking, and I was just like, "What I, I just the fuck?" I distinctly remember a guy, we were sitting on a stoop in the and shade, then we walked to the a, stoop. Yeah, and then a guy came up to us. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and we were like, "Dude, stop! Stop! He was speaking I was, Italian. I was laughing so hard. He was, was speaking, like, and he was trying to say something to us, but we just didn't we speak Italian. We didn't, we and he didn't understand that we didn't speak <laughs> we, Italian. Dude. And he oh kept coming back God. like, hey, and he would yell back to his friends like, hey, he, he, he knew he was fu- He laughed like that too. He laughed exactly. He knew like he was that. fucking with us. Yeah, and um, I didn't appreciate it. No, I just remember the stoop to the park <laughs> was one of the hardest journeys we ever had to make in our life. Because <laughs> there's like trains and, and it's like the, the nicest day on a, on a Saturday. Yeah. There was trains. There was automobiles. There people was bicycles. Everywhere. People everywhere. It, it, was, was, it was sensory overload. But then we got on the bike and as we rode to the park, I do remember kind of vibing out like. Yeah. It felt like a little gingerbread town. Yeah. It, once, yeah. once we were on the bike path, I felt so much better. Yeah. And, and then, uh, but then all I know is that with microdosing as opposed to the actual full trip, I I feel like the benefits more intensely immediately after like the full trip. Where the microdose sure. I don't I can't tell if like long term if it's helping me or not. Um you know Yeah, I I would say after a couple of weeks maybe I can tell. Yeah. Because it's not maybe twice a week and it's such a small You're doing amount. The capsules? I'm not tripping. Yeah. It's you not made a trip. the capsules for yourself? It, yes. Yeah. 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 Um and uh and I don't, don't even do it often. It's not a weekly thing. Like I'll go yeah. maybe two weeks right. and then like a couple months where I either forget or I don't think totally. about it or I just don't yeah. do it. Um, but also to cap off the Amsterdam thing, did I ever tell you about when we split and I found this little section of the park that was like kind of isolated overlooking a pond area and there was a bench and I went and I sat on the bench and I was just kind of looking around like thinking and I was looking around and then this woman came up to me. And uh, she spoke with a, some type of European accent and she showed me her camera and there's a picture of me on the bench. And I, I, I freaked out I, like in my head. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Did I just open another dimension? Bro, and, <laughs> I, could only, I could only imagine. It was nuts. And she, she started explaining that she so like f- the Dude, very first so thing funny. she did was like, hey, will you look at this? And I looked, and it was a picture of me on the fucking bench. <laughs> I just looked at it so funny. And I like my heart dropped, and I thought the world was gonna start spinning into like a black hole, right? Yeah. Um. And she introduced herself and said she's creating a art project where okay. she takes a picture of whoever sits on that bench every day. Wow. For like a week or a month or something, or That's over the so span funny. of a certain amount of time. Did you tell her you were on mushrooms. 
Uh, no, I didn't. I'm the worst at doing drugs. So I tell people because you tell people. Drug. Yeah, no, I didn't tell her, but she just asked if it was okay if she kept that picture, and I was like, yeah, that's so yeah, cool. And I have no, I never, I didn't even get her information like purposefully because I yeah. just wanted it to be out in the world. But that initial moment of her showing me a picture on the bench was yeah. like mind blowing. Would you ever? Um long term like leave the country and move somewhere else after your career like yes italy yeah, yeah. you would go to italy italy 100 percent. yeah yeah my yeah. I, I a couple of family members have property out there yeah. that i've already shown interest at. in like buying wow i told them i want it i want that that's i can't afford it right now but you know fantastic. keep it um yeah you know i i'm already uh i i feel a, a little bit of cabin fever just being in this country right yeah, now yeah, yeah, just yeah. being in the country even yeah. i'm traveling to all these other cities and states but it's, there's something about being in america right now yeah. that's just giving me really bad cabin fever i also love italy um and people just tend to be nicer oh, yeah. in in italy and and also australia last time i was there yeah but it's also so rural there's no fucking billboards like it's you don't not like that. Oh, I, lo- I love, love it. I love oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no billboards. There's no like capitalism being pushed at you. There's no weird like money hungry culture and 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 ego. Yeah. It's a bunch of old people drinking wine and smoking cigarettes on the porch and yeah, eating salami for lunch. You know what I mean? And they're fine. They're great. They're, they're great. Fine, dude. They're great. Everything. They're not, everything in moderation, bro. I, I just yeah. don't. People are people. But you know, one of the you know Lily, who's my girlfriend, and I'm saying that live on this podcast. Wow. I I always say like she's doing too much like she's done like a 23 and me then she did one like a nutrition test then like a workout test and like a all these different tests to like figure out what the best meal plan for her is what the best workout routine is for her what all these things and I think that's kind of speaks to a problem here where people are doing too much like there's all there's only a problem you you only find a problem if you're looking for it really right yeah you know what I'm saying yeah I mean, obviously, to some extent, there's like good research out there, but it's like you can't like you. you what are you gonna stop the life you've been like? I I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of men. We ruin ourselves mentally the more things we know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's that? Who the know. fuck is that? I'm not picking up. Who the fuck is that? I'm not picking up. Um, that's why, like, when you go to other countries that just know how how to enjoy life, they seem to be healthier and happier because like they're not literally destroying their creating anxiety or problems because they're like, Oh, I I can't have that cup of coffee because it, it, that impacts this, that impacts that, that impacts that. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, they're, would you would you want to live in a different country? Well, I brought it up because I, I Amsterdam feels like a place I could be like. Oh uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. People were so friendly there. I really liked it. Yeah, a lot of walking, a lot of bicycling, and lot prostitution of, is legal, which is great for you. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would. I I yeah. would love 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 to have. Like, you know, a long-term uh, money goal yeah. is to have a place I can, like, retreat to and escape to. Yeah. And it doesn't need – I don't want my own private island. I don't need a mansion. But if I could have my cousin's condo in Campo Marino Yo. down in a little, like, middle to lower class neighborhood of, of yeah. Puglia. Um, Puglia. I would love that. Yeah, my mom has a house in Brazil that I imagine will be bequeathed to the children. Mm-hmm. But it's like in the capital, and the capital is kind of boring. Of the capital is boring. Was the capital Rio? No. What's the, the capital? The capital is Brasilia, and Brasilia is Brasilia. one of the is one of the first planned cities in the world. 
kind of it was like built it's like if you look at it from above it, uh-huh. it resembles an airplane wow um, so there's like there's wings mm-hmm. and they're they're like that's how they name parts of the, the town mm-hmm. or parts of the city why did, did they do that is it not an airplane but it's the shape of a cross or like a bird or some shit like azan like azan norci like north wing south wing oh okay okay like lago norci lago sul like they have like south lakes yeah. north like they have it like built in different sections and when you go up the main like strip uh, cuz it's a government city yeah and if you go up the main strip you literally there's like build like carbon copy of buildings like this is the building of education oh, this is the building of this this is the I building see, of I that see, see. Yeah. and then you have like the three branches of government you have like the judicial the executive and whatever like it's yeah. literally built that way where like dc is kind of not like it's like a little bit they have the mall but it's different yeah you know what i mean yeah but you know rio is like the spot to be you know I where you, you, know where you should go hmm. in rio where everybody's carnival carnival but there's an island called bugios which is like right off of Ooh. rio mm-hmm. where by the way like a dollar here is like f- right now like four or five dollars there you can get you can get a beer we go? i mean we might we could go. We go like a beer is like a dollar and a half do you want to go i'm i'm saying yeah and i speak portuguese yeah, i know you know what i'm saying i would go i would go but 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 i'm not the i'm just I'm not that I know. guy, pal. I'm not that guy, pal. We had we had our time. I'm just not, we had our party time yeah. in Amsterdam. And you know me, I'm not like uh, I just never have been. Like when I when I hear about you know, Masu was telling me y'all are going to Vegas for his birthday, and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. Like I don't. You're invited. To I know, that, by I, the but way. I, I'm going to be in New York doing shows. But All like right. I I don't. Greg Santos was going to uh, Vegas. He's from there, and like I don't feel left out of the party stuff. Good. I, you and shouldn't. I, I don't feel FOMO. It's, you're not really missing much. That, and that's how I feel because it's like, I went to a party. I know we have to wrap up soon. I went to no, a party. No, John, whatever. I just have a corporate event at one. Oh, okay. But I had a, I had a, um, I had a, I had a, I went to a party two weeks ago with all these Turkish people. I have like a Turkish, a small Turkish fan base here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like all creative, like artistic people. So like I actually sang I did like a 20 minute set for them. Mm-hmm. And then there was a woman there from Turkey. who was like a famous Turkish pianist. She's so, it was her place and she's living here for a little bit. She's so, she's so good at piano that wherever she goes, the company she's sponsored by sends her a piano. Whoa. Like a full, like a piano. Jeez. You know? Yeah. She had a piano outside that they sent her and a piano inside that they sent her. And, um, so then I did my music and then she played something. And then there was this other music, music recording artist there and he played something and that was the party. Like nobody was getting fucked up. It was very like, let's share like our, like it was very creative. And I was like, this is a vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, we probably, I'm thinking of somebody like little Dicky who I was at a party with. Yeah. And he was only there for an hour and he probably hangs out with, this was like a normal people party for the most part, but he was friends with one of the guys mm-hmm. and he, he left and, Cause he's probably at parties with like Benny Blanco and Justin Bieber and yeah, like yeah, YG yeah. and like yeah. people like Tyga and shit like that. Right. Yeah. And those parties are actually probably like super dope. Cause as, as much as they're probably like passing a blunt around, they probably like in a studio and they might be like, let's oh, just for sure. like lay this down. Yeah. 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 And, and like Pitching ben, each other somebody hops on a shit. piano and like, yeah, it's probably like super dope. Mm-hmm. It's not like a party. That's why I don't feel FOMO when I'm missing. Cause what, what are we missing? Waiting in line for twenty minutes to maybe? Yeah, get in so I never, far? I never had a um, an urge to be a part of the like Hollywood house party scene. 
when I moved yeah, out dude. here. I always thought, oh yeah, that'd be cool, <clears throat> but it's never. It was never something I sought out. I know people that are like entrenched in that, yeah. and go to Hollywood house parties religiously Not as if it's it. a networking thing. But they've been doing that for eight years, and they're in the same place they were eight years ago. Yeah. So it's uh, it when it happens, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but like a weekend in Vegas is like, when how often do I actually do that? You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, the last well, time I was is, in Vegas was like seven years ago. Well, you're, so, gonna have, you're gonna have fun in Vegas. Oh, it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be yeah. very fun. I'm sad I'm missing it because I, I yeah. would I would I would. This go. would be the crew to go with. This so. would be the crew yeah. to go with. Yeah. Damn. And and we'll and, do it's, it again. and it's also like, uh, you know, I, I I was literally out with a couple. Not even really out. Pat invited me to Brennan's with his friends. They were like going there for food, and then there was a line to mm-hmm. get in. And I was in the line for like two minutes, and I was just like, "Hey, bro." Uh, hey guys, I can't. I can't do this. I, can't, I just. This is. I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. So I left. I'm like, I gotta go eat. I got shit to do. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Ca- I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's another reason why I don't really go out in L. A. Can't just, do it. It just sucks, dude. I don't want to wait in line, and then we're gonna talk. We're gonna have a drink. We have drinks, and pay what? a bunch of money to do what? Just come over. And especially I'll wine. I'll make pasta. Let me ask you this: After a year and change being inside, don't you feel like? annoyed having to go buy an alcoholic beverage or buy food when you like i have a full bar cart you be making delicious yeah, food yeah i i, I yeah I just I, I i can't do it yeah i can't do it as much anymore i yeah. don't feel right doing it yeah they're, they're, twelve dollars for a margarita no nah, i did it last night we don't need to do that Fuck that's a treat here. that's a every once in a while that's a treat type of treat yeah um man. going out sucks dude that sucks but being inside being being inside hashtag bo burner <laughs> watch a special yeah Watch my special. Watch your special. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have to go? We could wrap it up there. Did yeah, we, we hit it? Uh, yeah. Why don't we wrap it up? Because I got a, I got a couple of things I'd love to do. All right. Um, Tell people where to cool? find all your shit. Of course. We'll do this again. Come, come time. do it again. Uh, guys, just literally Google me. Google him. I, I, I don't know. Morgan why, J. I don't know why people be doing like the links anymore. If you're, if you're at a point where you don't need the... Morganj.com, right? Morganj.com. That's all you need. That's literally all you need. Everything I'm honestly is leaning into Linktree now. Linktree is so simple. Is that the thing you put in your bio and then it pops up with all yeah, your shit? Yeah, look, look at this. If you, I'm adding tour dates, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to my shit and you just hit the, the Linktree, it's just really simple. Yeah, so, I, I'm thinking about and doing then it's this just too. Like, it's just yeah. like... Yeah. You don't got to see all this bullshit. Yeah, and You just good. click it and whatever. Guys, Linktree. Linktree. Just go to my Linktree. Google me. Morgan's Linktree. And uh, that's it. That's it. Morgan J. Watch my special. I think in the next within the next year we're gonna mm-hmm. have another special out, and uh, and I'm excited to put it out. Fuck yeah. Love you, you know? bro. Love you too. We'll dude. do it again. All right. Oh, yeah. Bye everybody. And that's it. That's it. Pod over. Podcast 69 is done. <laughs> um, guys. Thank you so much for chilling. Thank you for cruising. Thank you for supporting this journey. Uh, And uh, I love you guys so much. Okay? Go follow Morgan. Go see him live if you can, wherever he's at. MorganJ.com for dates. Um, He does a monthly show in LA starting up soon on the west side. And he's just genuinely one of the most hilarious people I've ever seen perform live. So um, peace and love to you and yours. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. (laughs) 